I so wish I had a way of chatting her voice now. I wish you were William Shatner. That's so rude. Cool. <laughs> There's something on the wing. <laughs> What's Some up, everybody? Thing. <laughs> this is a super flexible podcast. It's going to be pretty straight laced today, as you can tell. I'm too drink. My boy Swagzilla Zero G is here. And the SFD himself, super flex dude, because that's what we do. What's up, man? Dude. Fellas. Super flex the do the dude. Like we, yeah. we need the Mountain Dew somehow in there. Like do the super flex dude or no? None of that sounds appropriate. It's, it's not keep what I'm going, going though, for. I like where it's <laughs> <laughs> Just keep trying it. I like it. <laughs> uh, so last last week we we tried to do a sh- we did a show. We tried to do a different kind of show. Didn't work. This week we said, you know what? We should try the show from last week again. Probably not going to happen. <laughs> John John wrote another article, so uh, if you yeah. listen to the last show, I told you this is what's going to happen. So, John, what's up, buddy? What's your new article about? What's up, man? Uh, yeah, I, I, if I had, if I had known this, I would have practiced my Christopher Walken. I didn't and Morgan even know Freeman this. Yeah. voices. Stay tuned next week. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We See just if have I to keep you it. something. I don't know. <laughs> we just like do this every week until like like maybe that's an actual. We we might as well just start a whole new podcast of us like trying to do this topic and then just never doing it ever. We'll, perfect. We'll we'll try to do it until the players hit and we'll just keep crossing them off the list and then never do it. Yeah. <laughs> He's seen my list. He's like screw your list, dude. Right. We're going to have yeah. to wait a long time for some people on my list, so we'll see. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure the ship has actually sailed on a few of mine. Some of mine are just to see if I can trigger either one of you, to be honest. But you should probably know that by now. Yeah, that sounds about right. So if Hogue's not going to tell us about his article, (laughs) Swags, you want to tell us about the show sheet's supposed to be? Oh, I thought he was going to tell us about the article. He was stalling. I felt like he didn't want to do it. You you didn't have Christopher Walken pulled up for him. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I wasn't wasn't prepared to do it in a voice. That was the main thing. Yeah, um, we, we threw you for a loop early. Yeah, yeah, caught me off guard. That is like the the longest drop ever. That, <laughs> Why do you that have is that? Your, that is your <laughs> William Shatner. Nice. That's a good one. It was the first thing that came up when I Googled, so I didn't know what we were getting. <laughs> and it was that. That's solid. People enjoyed that. <laughs> um but I mean, so yeah, let's let's I want to hear about John's article too. You can do it in your best to drink impersonation you got or your own impersonate yourself. I'm scared now. Like <laughs> oh, man. how would John yeah. Hogue do this? Oh man, I don't I, I really don't know if I could do tea drink <laughs> justice here. But um just laugh and sound dumb all the time. It works for me. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, like my favorite thing about you, Jay, is like you just have this very, very like very bro sounding, very dude sounding. I don't know. You you just you speak in the same type of grunts that I do. 
Like we're just like a couple of cavemen, and I I I love it. Uh, but I could, yeah. <laughs> I'll take it. But yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't I don't think I could do that just especially this early. It's in too the it's too early for you. you yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm not saying you should start drinking now, but that would help. We'll have, <laughs> it to, would... You, we'll have to get you on a non lunch date, and we can try again next time. There you go. Nice. We could try all kinds of substances. <laughs> It, not 10 in the morning um <laughs> yeah so i actually so i just had uh the second part of the Superflex life series came out it's called Mythbusters, and it's basically talking shit to everybody who thinks that you know you're okay in a Superflex dynasty league with two freaking quarterbacks which still happens way too much yeah you know and i think that we're all in agreement that it, i mean you've you've at the very least, you've got to be set at quarterback depth or else you're screwed. Like you can't, if one of your two guys gets hurt, what are you going to do on the other one's bye week? You know, like it's, yeah. it's kind of that simple. Um, there's nobody on waivers for you. And, you know, people, of course, will just come say like anecdotally, you know, yeah, like I, I was able to get Gardner Minshew off of waivers in my league. Well, Okay, how often is that going to happen? And how much fab did you have to spend on the one starting quarterback? All of it, had, right? Yeah. Whereas, uh, you know, I had enough quarterbacks that I didn't even have to mess with Gardner Minshew, and I was able to spend all my fab on you know late late season running backs instead. Yeah. I went and got Raheem Mostert and Boston Scott. You know, and, and or, that's, or you got you know, Gardner and traded him because he had such quarterback depth, and you can take advantage of it that way too. Yeah, yeah. Or you know, traded my fab um, so that somebody could get Gardner, or, you know, Mason Rudolph, whatever. So yeah, it's just man, it's it's bad business to you know to ignore quarterbacks in the draft when we know they're at their cheapest, and then you know after the draft try and try and figure it out through trades and, you know, hope that there's some scraps on waivers. Like it's just, it's, it's a recipe for disaster. And sometimes like that person, they may be somebody that's willing to pay up because they realize the situation to put themselves in, but sometimes they can be so stubborn to the idea of not needing quarterbacks that they're not willing to pay the price that was even paid for those quarterbacks during the startup draft and keep mm -hmm. themselves in that situation. Yeah. Yeah. It, and it, but they also just kind of have this mentality that like there's a, that the startup draft reoccurs every year for right. some reason. Yeah. Right. And and I mean, yeah, you you'll have other startup drafts because you're going to join more leagues than you intended to next year. But, um, you know, as far as the league that you're doing the startup right now, this is your last chance to get quarterbacks. Yeah. So. So yeah, there there there's still a lot of narratives out there. There's a lot of people justifying the you know the the idea that you don't have to focus on quarterbacks in a startup. And so this article was kind of meant to <coughs> shoot that down as much as possible. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, focusing kind of on longevity of quarterbacks and yeah. Yeah. you know the the fact that like over the last uh, the last four years there have been. Uh, 19 quarterbacks to finish within the top 40 among quarterbacks. Uh, there were 24 running backs to finish in the top 100. Oh, wow. And mm. and then once you factor in the you know the way they actually score, there were uh, 
I think it was 14 of those 19 quarterbacks scored. Um, they averaged 215 points per season. Four of those 24 running backs did that. Wow. Yeah. So, like, even if they managed to finish in the t- inside the top 100, they weren't scoring very much. Like, they, yeah. you, you get, like, one or two good seasons from them, and, and they're done. And you have to move on to the next one, whereas the quarterback sustain it. So, so it's a, it's a pretty important thing, but it's also – it's all just kind of working towards next up, you know, coming out next week is uh, the Tawa Superflex. And, and all of it's just working up to the quarterback extreme – strategy which mm-hmm. is take quarterbacks early take quarterbacks often yeah come out of it with five plus quarterbacks get get the elite guys you know just just start with Mahomes and you know Kyler Murray and and whoever you can get with your first few picks and uh work your way down from there you don't have to have the elite guys but start with them because they have the value yeah so first of all, John, like I want to start with you. You know that I completely agree with you. Like I'm quarterbacks early and often, and cheapest place to get a quarterback is in the startup. But the math says, at the end of the day, like we have four teams. Even if even if every other like one of the eight teams will say only has three quarterbacks, we have four teams that only have two. Mm-hmm. And that's just with that math. So somebody is maybe like you who has five, somebody has three, a couple teams have two, maybe somebody has one. Like at that point, what situation have they put their teams in and what do you suggest that, that they do, especially if it's something that they're they're worried about, not the team that's like, oh, I like it. But I mean, even those teams, you know, to be fair, but like now what do you do? Because somebody has to be those teams for us. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And and yeah, that that's the reason that QBX works is because there are people who still, you know, try and defy it. And, um, you know, for those people, you know, I mean, a lot of them just end up quitting their league and somebody yeah. else does it. You know, someone's got to trade away all their assets for for rookie picks, uh, you know, take on the orphan, trade away all their best players for rookie picks and then use those rookie picks on quarterbacks and yep. like it ends up being like a three-year rebuild when most rebuilds should really take like a couple months yeah so You've, you force yourself come rookie years to basically only take quarterbacks like you put yourself yeah. in a position where you have to take quarterbacks not like oh it's good value or i want to take them here because right. i can trade yep. them to somebody else and you end up you know maybe missing on guys or, or just wasting every pick and not building anywhere else. So if you didn't go super young and studs at running yeah. back and wide receivers, now you're in. Now you got holes everywhere within just a couple of years of this dynasty. I'm, I, I like what you said there. Or those people just end up dropping out because they didn't take it serious enough. And you're like, well, cool. You just f that next person up <laughs> because yeah. your strategy didn't work and you weren't going to see it through because you realized you you suck that ass. Right. Yeah. And, and a lot of yeah. times, like that person is, I shouldn't say a lot of times, like I don't want to point fingers, but sometimes like that person is vocal about their stance on the take to neglect that position. And then Not they still like the just bounce Fine. out and you're just like, wow, yeah. you know, like you totally screwed that team over and you can kind of see it. Yeah. What's funny is, uh, you know, I, I kind of created Superflex bingo. Um, which is, you know, you take the QBX approach and, and you hear all the same complaints from the rest of the league. You know, it started, there's the whole, 
you know, what are you going to do with all those quarterbacks? Like you're wasting their points on your bench, right? Yeah, <laughs> whatever. Um, you know, and then there's the well, nobody's going to trade with you, so you know, you're you're just you're just messing this up. And at some point, they tell you that you're killing the league. Yeah, and it's like what's actually yeah. killing the league is is those of you who are who are approaching the dynasty startup like it's redraft, getting mm-hmm. a bunch of running backs or one quarterback. Yeah, not yeah, not enough quarterbacks, and and you know way too many running backs, and then the running backs drop off after one year, and you're stuck with pretty much nothing. So you quit the league, and now we can't find a replacement for you because your team is that horrible. <laughs> That's what kills a league. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Just being stubborn. Yeah. So then how do you feel about a second chance? I, yeah, I love that. I, I think that every every league should should do that. Um, and especially it, it it makes it so much easier to uh, to recruit people to take over an orphan if you also have people who are entering a second chance draft. So you know, you're kind of pumping up the the player pool a little bit so that people, you know, have a chance to actually get some value where, you know, their orphan just had nothing. Yeah, I, I can see that side of it. I feel like it, if I feel like it gives you too much of a, a chance to totally screw over a team or and then yeah. just dump it all back in because you know that you have that out all the time. You can mismanage with with less severe consequences but at the same time it yeah. could keep it more fun for you but take totally. chances you wouldn't normally maybe just knowing that at the end of the season you could be like ah well f it i'll jump back in yeah <laughs> yeah totally i mean at the end of the day though you know it, there's there's still just so much missing from a second chance draft it's sure. like relying on that is yeah it, it, it is really tough is so. there like uh, I mean, uh, is there a amount that you think is fair? Like you get one second chance, or do, is it unlimited? Like how are most of them done? Like I, every all of them that I've seen, it's been unlimited. Um, I've never seen anybody continuously enter the second the second chance. Like at some point, you know, you you have to just let it kind of ruminate. You know, you kind of have to put together a team and just just let it ride for a while and see what happens. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's not going to be, a, it, it really won't be effective to just keep redrafting the same team. Cause it's, uh, oh man, I'm trying to remember what the, what the show was where he like whittles a boat out of a, out of an old, uh, like a bigger boat. Like <laughs> starts with this like really nice toy boat and then he just kind of whittles it down. Somebody's going to know, somebody's going to remember this. I don't remember if it's a movie or what, but started with this wood boat and he started and whittled it into a smaller, worse boat. But that's kind of what you're doing yeah. by entering the second chance. Like you're just making it a little bit worse every year, you know? Yeah. 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 It's, it, it's <laughs> at some point you, you just got to go for it. Yeah, I agree. You have to try to get into the championship, not not the whittled down ship. Yeah. <laughs> Something. <laughs> so, are we are we actually going to do this or you got more you want to say about this article? Cuz I have no direction. Mm, You're the whole direction, brother. No. 
this is your your thing. We're finally gonna let you do it. We succumb to the pressure. All right. Well, I guess we'll do nice. it. <laughs> Damn you guys. We'll have to come up with <laughs> yes. a reason for John to come up next week. Oh, it's article. Got it. All right. <laughs> so so the, the the idea of the show or like segment at this point or however this goes, um, is basically <laughs> Guys that we've sort of given up on or maybe forgotten, maybe maybe they haven't even been given a chance yet, I don't know, but kind of like to go off that, like players we, if we could give them another chance, like these are some of the players like we would like to see or maybe in, invest some deep spots on our rosters. I don't know, I have a couple that maybe aren't so deep. <clears throat> I'm interested to see how the three of us played this because um, we didn't Tudor really talk said about his it. list was <laughs> deep, so what? we would start with him. Nope, that's not how that went. Because I don't even. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure I played this game the least correct. So give me give me one of yours since you came up with it, and I'll see which of my names maybe fit your criteria. Okay, and and all of mine may be a little bit different, you know, and um, depends on how you. It can't be different if you're the, the standard, narrative. brother. So no, I don't want. There's no way that <laughs> this is going to be that easy. So, but a player that I have on on mine is Nick Mullins, and okay. I would like to see what would happen with him running that offense if, like, Jimmy G opted out or got hurt or um, mm-hmm. something like that, or even in a offense. I wouldn't mind seeing him if if he changed teams. I think he's somebody that. Um, I, I don't know, man. I, I root for him every year, so that's it's bad because you know something bad would have to happen for him to get the opportunity, but I keep wanting to see it. He's somebody that I do go around and try to see if he's on waivers, and if he's not, I try to like create a semi-bigger trade so I can sneak Nick Mullins in there without you noticing and um, okay. that he's who I'm after. Like He's one of those players that um, I would definitely – just kind of like to see get an opportunity at some point. Super cheap. Just throw in, just in case something happened to Jimmy G. Um, Especially with this year, because we saw Mullen actually Mullins actually be uh, okay in, in games played, and that was as a undrafted free agent quarterback that came in that year, right? Yeah, I think they'd, they'd have to run Jimmy the G, offense so. a little bit different with Nick Mullins out there, and I think that yeah. it. I don't know how he would run the team. I don't want to say it's the 49ers are instantly going to be better, but I think that some of the fantasy assets, like the receivers versus the run game, would be a little bit better. You believe that to be a more system of Shanahan than it is Garoppolo uh, for success on that team? Uh, I mean, a little of both, but but I don't. But you're not actively going out to acquire Garoppolo. No, not at all. So, and I mean, that's a totally it's different price cheapest. range too. Like, you oh, know what I mean? Sure, but, sure. um, but no, not at all. He's not my guy. Right. So, so that's like that an uber cheap, but like kind of ugly one, you know, but he's somebody that I have jotted down here. Scribble notes. Okay. Hogue, you got someone in there? Kind of like a Nick Mullins. <laughs> yeah. Nick Mullins was actually one of, one of my guys. So, um, nice. Yeah. Sniped me. Um, I, I mean, I've I've got some backups at quarterback. I'm just trying to decide between two guys. Um, I think we're gonna go with Will Greer. Actually, he's he's pretty. Snipe me. <laughs> <laughs> you could have gone first. It's all right. <laughs> I mean, he was like seventh on my list, so I don't know if it really counts as sniping. But you know. <laughs> now I'm curious to hear you who you've got. But 
Yeah, to me, I mean, he's just so buried in Carolina behind Bridgewater and now P.J. Walker. Like, it, it, And, I mean, we saw him for one game as a rookie. He was not very Oof. good, but, <laughs> I mean, that's kind of to be expected when you're playing behind Kyle Allen all year and then you finally get in. And I, I don't think it was a great matchup. I, I don't remember exactly who they played, but, like, it was just I, – I don't know. It, it, I, I I don't think that that it's fair to go off of that one game, but like going into, you know, going into to the twenty nineteen or yeah twenty nineteen NFL draft, he was uh, he was right there at the top of the quarterback class for me. Yep, like mm-hmm. he was right behind Kyler for me. Um, Same, you know, the arm talent and the big thing is like I, I just I I just love the guys with that that cocky attitude. I know it pisses mm-hmm. people off. That's why people hate Aaron Rodgers because mm-hmm. he's a cocky asshole. But I mean, look at what the, what guys do when, you know, when they've got that type of confidence, like you have to have that to play the most important position in the entire, in all the sports. So I, I, I don't know. To me, he's got the attitude to succeed. He just needs the opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, I like, I like that, that one. Do you do you give do you, do you give him a little nod just because it is a new offense, both both head coach and offensive coordinator coming in? Like, is that why maybe there's a little glimmer of hope there? Then they bring in PJ Walker, you know, the XFL guy who also worked with Matt Rule. Like, do you do you think Grill is third on this on this QB list right now? Like um, in in Carolina, is yeah yeah. It seems like it seems seems like he's running third and. I don't know. I, I it seems like he's going to have to to get out and wait for the next team. team. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it seems like it's going to have to be, and it might even be kind of a Case Keenum type of arc where, like, mm-hmm. it takes it, it. It you know, there's a lot of bouncing around before we finally see it happen. All the stars need to align, kind of deal. Yeah. Um, I, I wonder. I'm guessing Greer is maybe a touch more expensive than Nick Mullins. Just, um, just, just because of recency and, and drafted, but I don't know. Probably a little you bit might, more. Fresh you might be able to heads, get Greer yeah. still as a as a throw, in, especially if you lean in with him being the third quarterback there in the new offense. So, yeah, hmm. I have I have one for John. Yes. Um, that is that is that. Uh, I don't know that he ever really got a fair share. He might not have deserved it, uh-huh. but was drafted in the first round by your team. Oh man, don't do it. I mean, I don't have to say it if you want to say it. But no, I, I do I not. I, I, I refuse to say round. that guy's name. You want to say Paxton Lynch? I, I refuse. Why? Because <laughs> he 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 doesn't deserve it. He doesn't what? deserve. Did did he ever get a chance? Yeah, he kind of did. He, I mean, all he had to do is beat out Trevor Simeon, and and he had all a camp to do it, and he just he could not. Which is crazy. Trevor Simeon's not a real good quarterback but i mean he was consistently outplaying paxton lynch paxton lynch just could not figure out the playbook he could not he couldn't remember more than one play at a time so you you had to shuttle in a new play to him every single every single play which means you have to go into the huddle every single you know between every play mm-hmm. and he he can't audible. He can't read defense. Like he's just dumb. He's really dumb. <laughs> he's, it's crazy how stupid he is. And like so, that was my issue with Jameis. 
Knowing he's super raw comes from Memphis, why do you why do you draft him in the first round? I have no idea. And then, and then give him no time whatsoever to I mean, that was still year one, right? When he tried to yeah. get out Trevor Simeon and couldn't do it as a and super year raw two. rookie. He did gotcha. it in year two as okay. well, yeah. Right. And he even got a chance to start. Trevor Simeon got hurt at one point and uh and Paxton Lynch got a chance to start and I mean it was it was just it was awful, man. So like that's he, your guy to so, drink like that's who you so, chose to get behind for this show, Pax and Lynch. I didn't, I didn't say I had to get behind him. I'm just <laughs> like I said, I'm pretty sure I did not play this game correct. I just wanted to bring up some players to fuck the fucking so I, I just wanted it, it to troll you guys a little bit. <laughs> I told you I play games differently than you, and I'm glad I didn't start it. Um, it worked, so, man. I'm tilting. But so, but I, I do want to stay there just to f with you a little bit more, I guess. Um, <laughs> Good. So, like, how about Royce Freeman? How are you feeling nope. about him? Oh, I should have put that down. Um, no, but just staying there. So, is that is that just a product of LA not drafting quarterbacks well? Like, is that? Kind of, kind of what we've heard, like moving there because of a, a, a pick like Paxton Lynch in the first. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I, I mean, so you think you got it right with Drew Locke in the second, man? Well, it it, it looks <laughs> like, like it, but on him twice. it looks like it. But I'm still hesitant to give him credit for that. It's more like he accidentally got it right because he used the exact same process to find Drew Locke because he right. he is he found. Paxton Lynch so and that's why I hated the pick of Drew Locke I was like you're you're literally looking for Paxton Lynch and and you want to try this all over again and you just happen to get it right and the problem is there's a good chance that Elway's going to dislike Drew Locke because yep. he, he doesn't like the way Drew Locke plays the game John Elway hated the way pa- uh, Peyton Manning played the game because he mm-hmm. he didn't see the the type of balls that you that he thinks you have to have to play quarterback, and he saw this like methodical approach, this well thought out approach, and you know Peyton Manning has never been like the escapability quarterback, but like to John Elway, that's what it is. It's it's the ability to take off and run, run with you know a little bit of speed, and but more than anything, run with power. And he saw that with Paxton Lynch, and it's like, yeah, that's all he can do. <laughs> <laughs> But like John Elway still values that above all else, and it's like that. That do you think Drew Locke has that? I I think that he could, Not but part of it. yeah, I mean his. It seems like his his mo is to you know he scrambles to extend the play, but he's still looking downfield and still trying to throw the ball downfield as opposed to you know just looking for a running lane so he can take off, which is what Paxton Lynch did because he didn't know where his wide receivers were going to be and. So, you know, there was no reason to try and, you know, even consider throwing it. It's just take off and run. Stand there until the pocket breaks <laughs> down, and then and then now you get to take off and run like you wanted to all along. So, yeah, I, I think Drew Locke is a, is a smarter quarterback, and uh, I, I, he's, he's going to just extend plays, and he's still going to look to throw. And uh, that's the part that I think John Elway probably doesn't really like. So, uh, total hypothetical here, next year, like, Drew Locke, we'll just say Drew Locke fails this year because I, I like to <laughs> fuck with people. Yeah, um, you do. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's let's say that happens. Who, who's more likely to fit Elway's scheme then, like, an Aaron Rodgers, who I've, I've said before won't be in Green Bay, you know, next year and, and could end up in Denver, mm-hmm. or like Cam Newton, who's probably a free agent after this year again because he's only on a one-year deal. 
you you want to run with power and are you bringing Cam there or Aaron Rodgers? Like not for what we believe, but if if you're saying that's in the mindset of Elway, like what kind of quarterback are you looking to be there? Uh, if slash win Drew Lack doesn't work this year, uh, that's a damn good question. I mean, I think it's still Rodgers. It, the 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 one thing that that's not just Elway, a wet dream of yours. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, it's still it still kind of is, but I think it is for Elway too. I mean, he still he still takes a lot of credit for the Peyton Manning signing, even though, you know, yeah. after after a year or two of Peyton Manning, he was he was you know Elway was pretty over it. He was like, uh, "This is not what I thought I was getting. This is not this is not the way the quarterback position is supposed to be played." So but he would still do it over again to get that one Super Bowl, right? I mean, oh yeah, you're not yeah, trading for that sure. in for it, whether you like the guy or not. And same thing with Rodgers. You might not see eye to eye with how he's going to play it, but if he comes in and gets you a trophy in two years, it doesn't really matter the rest of it for a few years. Exactly, and even just the 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 you know the PR, the accolades of signing, you know the another mm-hmm. former MVP, you know Hall of Fame quarterback. Um, even if he doesn't win you a championship, it's still like that part is still pretty enticing to Elway. I, I man. <laughs> I'm I'm like shitting on Elway quite a bit. I, I like it, <laughs> and and now I'm really stoked that I wrote Paxton Lynch down just just that with your head and bring up other players. It worked. So welcome. It worked. <laughs> it worked. <laughs> nice flags back to you. Back Mine to me. Perfectly. Wow. Okay. So go stash Mullins, Will Greer, and Paxton Lynch. I guess maybe maybe not the Lynch part, but it was it was fun for me. Hopefully, it was fun for y'all to hear John tilted a little bit. <laughs> oh, I, but I, Mullins and Greer are good ones. <laughs> um, so I went. Uh, I mean, a different direction here at tight end. I put down Eric Ebron. Um, and, what a homer, man! I I don't know. I really think he's at that age, and I, I think he's the best tight end that not even ben a tight end had since. Since uh, good old Heath Miller, so I don't know. I think that, but it's not like Heath ever had you know nine hundred yards, right? I think he was he was just a steady guy. Yeah, he had a couple like for Ebron, uh, for Ebron to work. It's going to be touchdown related for you. I know, but Heath Miller was never like a high yardage total guy, right? No, I, I don't have his stats in front of me or anything, but I'm definitely not going back to look up. Um, I remember him stats. being viable. To be fair, yeah, no, that's fine. Um, but I think that. The Ebron Price is pretty on point for what he could do. I think he's kind of been forgotten about a little too early in his career. That's fair. He, I don't, he's I don't, no I don't, I don't Lynch. <laughs> well, duh. Well, they were both drafted in the first round, so it's getting closer. Keep talking about it. <laughs> um, I, I do have a tight end, and mine's mine's just Jordan Reed. And, and, and I think it's more just me feeling bad for the guy. <laughs> I, I crazy talented, right? I mean, top five tight end, pretty easy when healthy and on the field. Uh, just those last two parts don't happen very often. Yeah. Um, so, do you think he lands on a team? I mean, I, I, I mean, honestly, I, I almost hope he doesn't, just for his sake, because I think he's got like what seven seven reported concussions in the NFL. Yeah. Or m- maybe that includes college too, but I, I don't know. I. Uh, that one's definitely a homer play for me just because I remember him playing at University of Florida. Like, he even – that dude is crazy athletic. Like, he played quarterback for us for a few games when we had injuries and stuff like that and, like, led the team to wins. Like, it was nuts to watch him back there and actually sling the rock around and run run plays. So, um, yeah, it's just – I mean, obviously health and 
man, how scrambled is his brain? Like that's that's just rough. But just just a guy uber talented that that uh, I wish maybe had another shot or things went a little differently for him. See, I told you I don't play this yeah. game correctly. No, I don't mind that one. I I don't know. I I've, I have him stashing a I'm couple not saying, spots where I haven't quite let go Jordan just in Reed, case but, he signs. But yeah. But I don't mean in a 30, 30 man you know dynasty roster, you you probably got some bullshit at the end of that. You know what I mean? So if it's a tight end premium, I you know swap out the end of your bench guy for a Jordan Reed just to see if he signs somewhere in the next month or two. Okay. Yeah. You might get one healthy game out of it. We're actually be okay. Drop Pax and Lynch or something. Yeah, you could probably drop Pax and Lynch. <laughs> <laughs> You're a jerk. Oh, John, See, you, you can troll guys? me right back. I, all, the, the whole whole time, you're just going to make fun of me for Pax and Lynch now. So no. not only did I get mine out of it, you got yours out of it. See, it works both ways. You're welcome. <laughs> you did it to yourself. That's usually what happens. Um, John, do you have any more guys? Um, yeah, I've, I've got one for you. So, uh, I think it was last season at some point, my old, my former co-host Travis, a beard made a, a sudden appearance on Twitter and said something, remember, and it was like some crappy running back. I don't even remember who, and like started a long chain of those. I don't know if you guys remember that. Yeah. And, you see and them pop up every now and then too. Yeah. Now I'm kind of sick of them, <laughs> but like it was, it was fun once. But, um, so, but I, I troll John later with tweet. Got it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to do it now though. You guys remember, (laughs) you guys remember Kenneth Dixon? (laughs) Oh, Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. I held on way too long to some Dixon, man. I'm, I still have him in a (laughs) few weeks. Pronunciation there. <laughs> That's why I always say his first name too. Just That's good. That's smart. <laughs> just in case. Um yeah, I mean, now with the it's pretty buried on the Jets depth chart and, you know, somehow you got to get Lev Bell and Frank Gore out of the way and uh and then, you know, probably LaMichael Pirine is yeah. too as well, but um you know, there there's a path, and it's Adam Gase, and who the hell knows how that guy thinks. So, I you know, I think there's still a chance. But above all else, I mean, he was just so ridiculously talented. The mm-hmm. you know, the little bit of time that he actually got on the field in Baltimore between suspensions and injuries, it was yeah. just. It's not that the guy couldn't play; it was just that he couldn't stay on the field. And, and I mean, on a year like this with COVID, I mean. There might be guys deep like that on the depth chart. They get an opportunity maybe sooner than later just because. Yeah. Show a little value. Yeah, and maybe some of these guys opt out before the season even starts. And Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm. All right. I'm going. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Get my caveman caveman grunt in here. Yes. Um, Do you guys remember 2016? (laughs) <laughs> when Corey Coleman, Lacan Treadwell, and Josh Dotson were all early first round picks and rookie guys. Oh stress. man, yeah, Ugh, so gross. Uh, Treadwell is the only one that looks like actually has a path to somewhat starting. He has to beat out Russell Gage as the wide receiver three in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know if the other people are alive. But man, I'm assuming they both are. Those guys are it, like but... pretty good mentions. I mean, do, I don't mind stashing either of those guys. And Treadwell's still so young, right? I mean, yeah. 25, I'm guessing. I don't know. First round pick, like Paxton Lynch. Boom. <laughs> Just keep bringing it back. <laughs> nice. I'm going to add Corey Davis to this mix a little differently. 
also first round pick. Yeah, I have him down. I didn't know if that was too much or not. I mean, I wrote down Marcus Mariota too, since I'm just throwing out all these names. I mean, <laughs> still kind of trolling too. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe a little bit, John. <laughs> <laughs> That's I, I fair. Do, Those I, ones are definitely deserved. Treadwill is a young 25, just turned 25 in June, so he's a. I young mean, end. if you see a Ridley or a Julio injury or opt out or whatever, then I mean, I sometimes think Ryan's a change still of scenery is nice. You never know. I mean. He's young enough that he doesn't qualify and didn't really do much, to, you know, for him to qualify your, you know, vet wide receiver changing teams, right? Like mm-hmm. that's still, he's still in his window of being able to, yeah, I mean, hopefully he's... show up and do something, especially since he didn't do anything in Minnesota. Yeah. Okay. With, with Mariota, like I'm, I'm just going to jump around there. Um, like a lot of people obviously talk about him since he come over here, he'll eventually take over a car. Gruden obviously doesn't like car for whatever reason. Do you, do you see any of you see this offense being more successful with a guy like Mariota in there over Carr? Do you think the offense changes when Mariota gets in there and it looks more like Tennessee? You know what I mean? In in a, in a run heavy approach, um, is there an upgrade for any piece in in damn I almost said Oakland in a in Las Vegas that makes you feel better if we hear Mariota is the starter before the season at any point during the middle end of season, are you like, Oh shit. Yeah. Now I want to make sure I really go get Josh Jacobs because it's a running quarterback or now I'm looking for rugs to turn up, man. I think that entire offense would get a boost from Mariota. Like hmm. just, just the, you know, the, the threat of actually throwing a ball down the field. I think it, you know, it just opens things up for, for everyone. So, Darren Waller gets hurt <laughs> by it because I mean Mariota has been he's he's he somewhat used the tight end position in Tennessee, but um, is that more out of necessity though? Yeah, that's Delaney Walker. And he was like their wide receiver one there the that entire Davis time. That never happened. So right, uh, yeah, yeah, I think so too. And you know the the big thing is I, I mean they they really kind of kept Mariota under wraps a little too much and uh you know it, I, I think the Gruden would probably let him loose he I, to, he's got a stronger arm than Derek Carr the the whole question is is you know does he have the balls to throw it down the field Derek Carr does not so yeah yeah mm-hmm. uh, Swags you got anybody else John you got anybody else um I had Corey Davis as well on my list and that's just a quick mention I had Rashad Penny on my list, um, he's somebody I I don't know if he could get healthy. I wouldn't mind him getting another chance. I think he's been pretty decent with the little bit of opportunities he's had when healthy, but he's got to stay healthy. May even start on the pup. So yeah, could be interesting. Yeah, Equinemius St. Brown. That's my other guy. Like big, big bodied guy with some speed. Especially since Funches has opt out now, so maybe maybe there's yeah. still that opportunity for that wide receiver two or even three for Rogers. Mm. Yeah, yeah, totally. Mm. All right. I guess we can write that down. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yes, he got one in. Got it. Perfect. Got an Aaron Rodgers weapon in there. That's all. I nice. Get some Jay Sternberger, maybe. <laughs> Does he work for yeah. this? Because it's just one year and it was a rookie tight end. You're just saying names now. I don't mind it. Yeah, I broke it. Damn it. <laughs> Way to go. Well, since you broke it, I guess it's time we got to go. You, you, you effed it up. You, so you, quick. you broke it. Well, we, we spent too much time on the actual show sheet, so I think that's what it was. We oh. actually did it, though. 
we did it. And we'll, we'll figure out what to do next week. Um, <laughs> Hogue, tell everybody where they can find you. At Superflex Dude, Superflex Super Show, and uh, the FF Merch Podcast. Go check out his article on DLF, Superflex yes. Life. That's right. Mythbusters. Mythbusters. And stay tuned for part three next week. That's right. Um, maybe thanks, here Thanks for coming well. back, John. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, uh, yeah, thanks for having me, guys. And uh, uh, thanks for including me in part of the conversation on how to the different delivery methods for food. <laughs> the rest of y'all turn it into the Patreon episode so you know what we're talking about. It, it, we don't have one of those. Spooner Fork, John, for pepper steak. Or, <laughs> or uh, straw. You don't even know what I'm eating. Stuffed peppers, stuffed peppers, Spooner Fork. Oh, man. Yeah. Dude, shit tough gets real, we dude. Shit gets day. real. Yeah. That's a tough one. I mean... Out of a bowl. <laughs> With no hands. No, I, I was telling you, I think it matters where it's coming from. Huh? Is it on a plate or in a bowl? The answer is spork, fucks. There it is. <laughs>